There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, it is hump day. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia. We've got Hollywood Speak coming up. We've got some really good music news for you. Julia's random thoughts and a little Playboy mansion that we got to talk about. Maybe a remodel. But I do want to make a correction. In my dirt alert, I said 87. I meant 78 years old. Little mix up on the dyslexia reading there. My apologies. No problem. We are uh, one. Yeah. One of a kind there, honey. Me and you together, right, Julia? You know, it's really fun having two of us. Um, <laughs> well, you know. We're giving a lot of attention to it. Yeah, there you go. It's like... You it's, too. It's, it's more, more... It happens more than people realize. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Jennifer Aniston, I guess, you know, didn't realize she was dyslexic um, for years. Until she tried to be, tried to be an actress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Tom when she Cruise. really realized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the one thing, I, you know, so Casey and I, like, are still, like, getting off of our Hawaii time. What's the hours? Four hours difference? Right now, it's five hours. Five, oh, it's yeah. five. five. When oh, daylight savings times right. happen, it'll go to four. Okay. So, Gosh, so you the, kind of forget that. Yeah, the last two nights, we've been, like, at, like, seven o'clock, we're both ready to go to bed, because it's, like, <laughs> 12 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and, you know, so um, we're, like, okay, we need to watch something that will... Keep us. Keep us going. And mm-hmm. um, we decided on Goliath, even though oh. Casey did not like season three of Billy Bob Thornton's Billy McBride courtroom legal drama. I Was that, that the one show. with Kevin Costner? That was Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. I and the water, the right, water. Right, right. It was yep. mainly reminiscent of um It was California Chinatown. problems. Mm-hmm. No, like Chinatown. Okay. That was the story of Chinatown. The water, okay. you know, and someone siphoning off yep. the water. And this time, Billy McBride is back in season four. He's taking on Big Pharma. Bruce Dern, who's just like oh. acting up a storm and, and everything. I and, you know, love it that he's in this. He's in it, and J.K. Simmons is in it. Oh, I love him. Uh, Jenna Malone is, is in it. You know, the child yes, actress yes. Um, who's Did, now a grown up, and all, all the other season regulars. And Billy Bob was just on with Kimmel or something last night, wasn't he? Just a couple on? nights ago, oh, yeah. Okay. And he basically told Kimmel, he said, This is. The character most close to my heart. I just roll out of bed, and this and is this really is me. Cool. It's a he like, and this is the last season, right? We oh, watch. we lost both Bosch, and then we're losing Goliath. Well, Bosch though is having a spinoff. Yes, where Bosch, Titus. Because Titus Welliver is Bosch. that's good news. Yeah, we love that Michael show. Conley in the books. Yeah, he does retire. Okay, 
and becomes a private detective. Right. And also wanting to solve cold cases. Cool. Right. So the character does spin off from the book, so there will be Love it. more Bosch. But this is the last season of Goliath. We watched four episodes. Oh, my gosh. That's, and those are like 50 minutes, aren't That's they? how good it was and how... Intent we were on staying up till 10 o'clock. Okay, I was going to say. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I watched all of season three. Can you start season four without knowing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I sometimes just don't. I mean, it was, I liked it. Casey didn't like yeah. it because um, Billy Bob got like ayahuasca or something. And he kept having sort of these drug fueled oh. sort of he didn't like all these sort of dreams that yeah. he was having. I didn't mind it because there was so much epic uh, happening going on with Dennis Quaid's character, his evil sister, William Hurt, you know, mm. was in that. And uh, he they always have really good um, a cast of characters. Yeah, they really do. In Goliath, kind of an and all-star. I, and his contemporaries, which is kind of fun. Yes. Yeah. And um, I just... He says he's going to just miss about everything because the guy oh. is so much like him. He's oh. coming on the prequel for Yellowstone, correct? Yes, yes. and okay. he talked about that. And 1884, he, or 1883, and yeah, he, so of course, um, you know, Kimmel asked him about filming with um, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, and he said, you know, it's kind of similar because you... I feel like we all saw Dwight Yoakam for the first time in an acting thing in Sling Blade. You're right. Good call. You're you right. Know, and yeah. he goes, yeah, but I didn't have anything to do with the casting of, uh-huh. uh, you know, Tim and Faith or anything. But so, it's yeah. Kind of an interesting cast of characters, those guys being together. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, Billy, I recommend uh, Goliath very Cause much. I Because I'm trying to, because Billions is out again. And I'm trying, I did not watch last season. Oh, okay. So I am... My DVR is so full. Well, you don't need it. You, It's on Showtime On Demand. Yeah, I so know. So you can just find it if yeah. you have Showtime. I you do. know what I mean? I do. So you can just find it. But I, I didn't watch last season. Yeah. And they're so twisted in that. And I just love, who's the attorney that we just love? Paul Ki- Giamatti. Kimati. He's oh. great. I mean, I wonder what, because since, you know, Sideways or whatever he was in about the wine thing with... um. Remember he was in Sandra that? O. Sandra Oh. We haven't seen him outside of this, Billions, in yeah. a long time, because he was in a ton of stuff yeah, before this. he was. He was. He's so good. He and was in uh, uh, the Compton movie. He was the, uh, didn't he play the, the manager of all those guys from NWA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been in a yeah, few yeah, things. He yeah, he's been He's around. just he's, such he, a good actor. He melts into his he role. He kind of does. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You're right. He, he really does. Um, I just gasped when I looked at... That Holly posted, and I know she did this celebrity real estate post for me, the Playboy Mansion, mm-hmm. which um, Hef had sold it like three years before he died. He'd agreed on a hundred million dollar price as long as he was allowed to stay in the home until he died. And so he sold it in 2016 um, to this billionaire by the name of Darren Metropolis and aerial photos. Basically, the whole yeah. mansion is doesn't look anything like the Playboy Mansion that I toured, Julia. Nope. We posted the photos, and one of Hef's thing was that it had to stay that it needed to stay basically the same. He's ripped up the grotto. He's everything is yeah. gone. 
I mean, what happened to all the pinball machines in the game room? You know, I did a tour of the Playboy Mansion. I remember mansion. you telling me about that. I'm and jealous. The, every play, every, he had all these machines. I'm sure he didn't get rid of them, but anyway, I'm kind of glad I, you know, saw like, the original. It looks like original. it's being built into a hotel or something. Yeah. Every uh, single side of it has scaffolding on it. Every single, they look like they're changing every aspect of well, the entire it, mansion. It looks like they're still keeping the old, Tudor Castle kind of thing yes. on the exterior. Yes. But you said the inside was very worn down and dark. And if okay, you're going to. He bought that, that with Barbie Benton. They weren't married, but he paid a million dollars in like 1971, yeah. the biggest home price wow. ever, you know, at that time. Because it's got beautiful. It's <laughs> right in the middle. It was built like in the 20s by a department store guy, I think. So, and half. We know this about him. He was a man of routine, so I can't imagine that he did any renovating. Right. And I, I mean, I saw shag carpet in some of the little guests. I mean, gross. You yeah. want you would want <laughs> yeah. to redo everything, but if you keep kind of the same theme on the uh, exterior, the exterior, because it is yes. kind of cool, but it yeah. looks like they're. I'm, you know, I do sure. the same thing. If I had that kind of money and bought that yeah. real estate, I. Tell. I hope Gross. he keeps the, t- the rock that you speak into. Lori, that's, I that's, hope the rock is still there. That's for, for security. <laughs> you buzz outside of the gate and there's a big rock that has the, the speaker, speaker built in into it. it. I mean, I hope he keeps that. Yeah. That's just classic. The pool, too. You can't mess around oh, with the whole. No, that grotto the, has seen better days. Yeah, that grotto <laughs> I mean, Okay, and if you it remember like mold in oh, there, really? and some of the architecture from back in the seventies, with the rock in the water, it is in the in the caverns. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I can see that part of I it. I can see totally. that needing to go. Anyway, and, it's kind of cool looking at. Yeah, the it's fun to look that. at it. Okay, listen, we come back. It's time for um, random thoughts for Julia, and I'm sure she's going to remind us about what. You know, national day it is of what we're celebrating. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. It is National Coffee Day. If you haven't heard it on every show on this station, yeah. but um, <laughs> you can, if you still, if Starbucks is still open, they are serving a free cup of iced or hot Pike Place roast coffee, but Ooh. you have to bring in your own cup. Oh. So um, it's available today. Um, Dunkin' Donuts and 7-Eleven are all also offering free deals. So you can check them out. It's a little, maybe a little date, late in the day. but No, Julia, it's still the day. It's it still, still National Coffee Day. It is still I the day. I personally could not have a cup of coffee at this time of day unless I was like in Las Vegas or New York City. Or going to do a Goliath marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd have to be, <laughs> right. I want to be doing something. And then, yes, I'll I, have a coffee I usually stop at four. What time? Oh, we've missed the deadline. We've missed um, the deadline. So here's just a couple things about it, is that the U.S. imports more coffee than any other country. 3.6 billion pounds. Um, do you remember how good Kona coffee is? Oh, yeah. Did you bring us home some? I did. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. You did for you? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. You know, sometimes you can find it in stores, but they're yeah. also saying that um, per capita, Lebanon and Sweden drink the most coffee. Really? Yeah. And U.S. consumes and imports more coffee, of course, but California, they're trying a domestic coffee farming initiative. Mm-hmm. Coffee farms, coffee goes on coffee trees. Sometimes you wonder where do things grow? We saw the most wild berry in Boston on a tree 
at Harvard, and it's a tree, Lori, Mm -hmm. that has like a red thing that looks like a strawberry, but in the shape of an almond with like spikes coming out of it. Out of it, I'd never seen anything. Is it edible? It is. And we'd never seen anything like it. And then I learned from that that if you are dying for some food and you're on a nature hunt, um, milkweeds. From Pussy Willow or whatever. The, mm-hmm. Aren't there milkweeds? Isn't that something? I think a milkweed is a different thing from a pussy willow. But a milkweed. Yeah, it is you, different. You can take the bottom of it and it's edible. Yeah. I learned, just in case you're hungry on, an, on a nature hike. But they're trying to um, We're gonna figure get out right a way to have more coffee made domestically. Grown mm-hmm. domestically. Grown domestically. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Everybody loves their coffee. Okay. Um... 32 years ago today, and I'm trying to think if we remember this, and I feel like it could be a vintage scandal, but good old Jaja Gabor, mm-hmm. she was convicted of slapping oh, a, the cop. <laughs> Beverly Hills cop, cop when she was pulled over Uh-oh. and caught with an open container. How dare you, darling? <laughs> How dare you, darling? Darling. And, and driving without a license mm. and oh, an wow. open thing of alcohol. Yeah. I think you're right, Laura. How dare you? Darling. Uh, darling, she always said that. <laughs> Can't up serving three days in jail. She and she the, was like, uh, you know, like late 60s, yeah. early 70s when that happened. She had the best accent. Three days, that's yeah. it. Slapped well, a cop, dr- mm-hmm. open bottle, and dr- suspended driver's license. Mm-hmm. Got three days. Well, she, she is Jai Jai Gabor. Gabor. I get it. What good is it being Jai Jai Gabor if you if can't, you can't get, get away with slapping the cop? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is way back when. Oh, of yeah. course, yeah. You know, um... Okay, the most neighborly city in America. We found out what was um, Chanhassen was the best city. This is the most neighborly, and it's based on what? How many charitable givings? Yeah, (laughs) nonprofit organization, volunteering, happiness rankings, and most importantly, neighborly behaviors. Mm. It's very close to us. It's one state over. They got a big school there, Wisconsin. Madison. Yep, it's Madison. There you go. It's Madison. So that is, that wins, followed by Rochester, New York, Portland, Oregon, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. So we always, we always rank up. This one kind of, this one kind of got me, but I bet you can, Lori, and I don't know about you, Grant, and I think I could, because I was chubby this year. If you can fit. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're not chubby. No, but I was this year. Just listen. Okay. If you can fit into the jeans you wore when you were 21. If you can't fit, let me reread this. Okay. If you can't fit into the jeans you wore as a 21-year-old, you're at risk of diabetes. Okay. That's a BS study right there. Because first of all, when people are 21, they might be at their thinnest or their heaviest. Mm-hmm. They're heaviest. I was bigger at 21. Yeah. Because so I was I. in my prime of drinking, learning how to drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, I don't know. I need more details of exactly He's, how they're he doing He finished it. up the study um, saying this was in England. Roy mm-hmm. Taylor, he's an expert on diabetes. Okay. And he just. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Basically said, 
Uh, if you can fit into it, you're great. But you, if you can't, you have to think about, because diabetes is weight-based. So if people stop start losing weight and eating differently, type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. isn't as prevalent. All so, right. But I what just, about like people who are like, like super skinny? And, it, were, and you know, when this you were is 21. Type two. Oh, okay. But this I'm is just, just saying, yes. like that, I don't know. I don't know. I, I take that with a whole big grain of salt, Julia. All right. I'm, I'm open to that. Okay. I'm very willing to do it. Um, the word, the popular name Madison became popular for girls after what movie that came out in 1984? Oh, I know so many women who named their girls Madison. I. And a character in this movie... Not after Billy Madison. No, No. picks out the name off a street sign. Madison Avenue. She came out of water. Oh, Splash? Yes, it's Splash. When Daryl Hannah's character picks the name of Madison Madison Avenue on a street sign. And Tom Hanks says to her, But Madison isn't a name. Right. Cool. I kind of think that's... I am Maddie. No, but I mean, we have, we knew there was a whole flurry oh. of Madisons. Yeah, I know one right now. Yeah, it's like uh, being an Emma or a Sophia. Yeah, we mm-hmm. know those too. Yeah. Yeah, my son's girlfriend is Madison. Mm-hmm. Matt, he always, so we always call her Madison, and he goes, Madison. <laughs> so cute. Mm-hmm. Boston, we haven't heard one of those. The other popular names that are out right now, if you care, do you care? Right. I, I yeah. Always- All right. We've had a lot of the same. I, I'm, I, I'm longing to see Mabel They're, on the list, but Mabel, I, I love the name Mabel. It's so cute. It is so so. Mabes. Okay. What do you call it for short? Mabes. Yeah, Mabes. Mabes. Mm-hmm. Or Belle. Belly. Yeah. Belly. Okay, Olivia is number one. Oh boy. Autumn. Mm-mm. No. Spring, summer, and fall. Okay, but we knew seasons. Yeah. Season Hubley was so beautiful, and she was... Right, but I'd never met a season, although I did know a girl named Star. Oh, I did too. Yeah. Star that was, was a, a big name. name in the like the late 70s. 70s. People yes, I knew a star. star. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> the, number three is cute. It's Everly. Everly. And then Isla, Naomi. Isla. Isla. Or Isla. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with that name. Nobody knows how to pronounce it. It looks like Isla, but it's pronounced Isla. <laughs> That's true. I'm just going to call it Island. That's how uh, I would have read it. Too. Right. Yeah. Naomi, uh-huh. Ariana, Amelia, oh. Elena, Mila, and, and Aria. Gosh. Wow. Where are the... I thought the old-fashioned names were Where about. is Sally, Mary... You know what? I talked to a Tammy today. Oh, you did? And she said... I said, I haven't heard... Her name was Tamaran. I said... You know, I haven't heard anyone name their kid a Tammy, and a I had quite Tammy, a, a Barb, a Nancy. Right, I had all those friends growing up. Same. And she said, she said, I don't know if you know the movie, but I'm named after the, Debbie Reynolds, Reynolds in the movie Tammy. Yes, Tammy is one yep. we haven't heard, or a Barb, Barb, Barbara, F- Janet, love Nancy. a Janet. I love Victoria. That's kind of a pretty well, he, his mom's name. name is Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. That's my grandma, Victoria. Beautiful name. Yep. Yeah. For yeah. boys, it's Luca, Aiden, and Kai. Oh. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Luca. Mm-hmm. She worked here once. Yeah. She gave numbers to people who listened. Did you but, know that Naomi is I moan backwards? Yeah, I moan is this. Okay, I kind of <laughs> like knowing that. Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> a little thought for you. Yeah. All right, Grant, tell us what's happening with the traffic. Oh. Let's hear it for the Mables. The Mables, yeah. the Mables. Let's get it up for the Mables. All right, we're going to start our My Talk traffic right now. In- Before we get into this little music segment that we've got planned for you guys, I just want to give you an update on Brittany. So her okay. attorney 
Matthew Rosengart just ended his argument by putting on the record the unfathomable behavior of Jamie Spears by eavesdropping and placing recording and monitoring devices to control his daughter. Yes. Matthew is in court. Jamie and Lynn Spears are on Zoom, and Brittany is not there at all. Okay. Okay. And this is to end... This is to end his argument. He is, apparently, he, this is what Brittany needed, to have a lawyer representing her interests instead of a lawyer that her dad had her pay for that represented his interests to keep her under control. Basically, she's going to change conservatorship laws in this country, Mm -hmm. and it's too bad that her life had to be on lockdown for 13 years. For 13 years. And being drugged and all these other just it's so terrible. But um and he's he's not even saying allegedly. No, you wanna know the one thing I will mm-hmm. say, because I know for he's, a while I was feeling Britney burnout and I was feeling some different things and there's all these documentaries coming out. I watched the Hulu one and last night and a little bit this morning I watched the Netflix one. It's compelling. And it was compelling when we watched Framing Britney Spears right. back in March. Right. But we couldn't believe it. I kind it. of thought I had my fail, Lori. Oh, no. It's compelling. It's, it, is, it is a scandal beyond it's belief. It's tragic. Uh, it's but tr- it's, it is. It's fascinating how these people got put in place that no one had experience or even knew her. It's amazing. It, yeah, because of her her, her age. But her age, yep. you know, that is what also, because we haven't had anybody this rich this young yep. be put in a permanent conservatorship at the age of 27 this has happened and it has happened there have been nefarious conservatorship cases where bad kids or bonus kids step kids have ill you know they have malice and they want to get a hold of money right and so that it it has happened yes it has and she's gonna change this is gonna change so we're staying tuned okay for you guys he's just wrapped up his got it thing to the Testimony. judge okay so uh i never thought of these two together you guys okay um, who? as well we have bruce springsteen and john mellencamp did a song they work together they have a song so New Jersey meets Indiana. Yes. And their collaboration is called Wasted Days. It dropped last night at midnight. I think it's a terrific single. All right. And it is very much both of them. Let's take a listen to Wasted Days by Springsteen and Mellencamp. I mean, it is really good. Their voices and that whatever, the mandolin. I, we love both those guys. Oh, though. it's got but, the Mellencamp feel with the Bruce Springsteen yes. like grit. You know? Yes. Yeah. Jeez, why haven't these two worked together before? Because everyone was promoting themselves. I guess, but I really, really, really like that song. So it just dropped last night, Wasted Days. Um, okay. Um, do you have a song queued up for us next? Or Yeah, I've got, I've got, uh, well, I've got How Deep Is Your Love? And then we've also okay. got the Kelly Clarkson thing, too. So All right. So, you know, Bridgerton, um, one of the cool things about that. Um, series that we loved is the string quartets that were playing all the modern songs. Yes, 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 yes. You it was know, very we're like, clever. how did we? God, how that's we know? Ariana Grande. You yes. know, and it made it just. It was so cool to have recognizable music, but done in the way music would have been played in the eighteen. Yes, yes, yes. Love 80s, it, love it, you know? love it, love it. So here is this is the Prague Cello Quartet doing their take. 
on the Bee Gees hit, How Deep Is Your Love? And of course, they were, you know, maybe they've been doing this all along, but um, between the Vitamin String Quartet, Bridgerton, and this other guy, Chris Bowers, the, the um, you know, these instruments are having a renaissance, Julia. Lori, I love mm-hmm. it. They are having a okay, renaissance. Okay, so when I was traveling... But that free- was good, right? Yes, the that Freedom Trail in Boston, mm-hmm. where you go through all the historic spots where everything cool was done. Uh, Benjamin Franklin had so many inventions, and one of the inventions was this crystal glass kind of tubular instrument that looks like it was, you know, a cylinder on its side and someone's playing it. And the only other one is in the Bakken Museum here in the Twin Cities. Oh, really? But it's just this old... Is it an instrument? It's an instrument. And it's 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 crystal glass and somehow you play it with this thing that touches it. I don't mm-hmm. even know. But mm-hmm. it was the weirdest looking thing ever. Yeah. So it's this old-fashioned thing, you yeah. know. And there are a couple other old-fashioned instruments on the thing. But the one got me because it just... Yeah, what did most, that guy invent? But he invented so everything. Yeah, kind of, well, I, yeah, I guess it was the wide, wild, wild west for inventions. Nothing had been invented. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, well, my grandpa did this, that, and this. I'm like, yeah, well, because nothing had been done yet. Oh, they yeah. had so many but opportunities really to do everything. cool sounding instrument, yeah. and it's at the Bakken Museum cool. here, and so that was kind of a cool. All Sorry right. I derailed you. Um, No, no problem. Okay, so, you know, Kelly Clarkson is, uh, you know, back with her new studio, fancy... And one thing that I've loved to see this, I watched her all this week, is, and I bet, you know, this is just something we know that she does from the one time we saw her in concert, she performs barefoot. She doesn't like she, to wear shoes. She but she always has worn shoes on her Kalioki at the beginning of her shoes, and she and hasn't show. been wearing her shoes at the beginning of the show. Right. And... um is she, she taking them off on her show? She's just singing with no shoes on and then putting her shoes on after she's done singing. I think she feels the music and maybe that was something a producer she had Rounded her with husband. Isn't that wild? Uh, yeah. She, I thought she wasn't wearing them because she was pregnant when we saw her. No, she does. I love she's that. one of these performers who like, uh, who's, what's her name? The long haired, the British gal. That was big. Elijah Lovett, I felt like, but that was just no, the wedding that, photo with him and Julia Roberts. No, but there was, was a British singer, and I can't think of her name, and she had long hair, and she's kind of a soul girl. Uh, Not Nora. No, but she's a soul a soul singer. You'll know who I'm talking about, but she always barefoot. Anyway, there's Kelly singing a song that I always thought Blink-182 did this song. Yes. The song is called My Own Worst Enemy. It was only today when I went to just say, okay, I'm pretty sure that's Blink-182 that I found out it's lit. Lit. Yeah. This is a classic from what the early, late 90s. Late I think. 90s. Here we go. Let's check it out. Good. So good. And I, she picked that song because, like, she could, she was feeling that song. The other day she sang Blue Monday by The Cure or New Order. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I think yep. it's New Order. New Order, I believe, yeah. Yeah. And so it's interesting, the songs... That she picks, because we had her communicate all summer with us yes, about her breakup songs. Yeah. You know, and but I thought she did a really, that was a great cover. And I forgot, um, I'm like, I guess I just, I don't know why I thought that was Blink-182, because I remembered the video, because it's in a bowling alley. Yes. It's kind of a funny Never, video. And the, the, the album cover, I believe, had a lady sitting in a pool on a... Um 
little like floaty tube type yeah. thing. But yeah, it was yellow. That that was like their only real album. One of their that was their their main song, song off the right. album. But yeah, it's a good one, and she does a great rendition of it. And like you said, she's speaking her mind through her music. Well, this is the beauty of that. I wish we could yeah. sing. All right, so here's two things okay. to follow up on Josh Stone. Joss, thank you. She's our barefoot singer. UK, oh, never wore shoes. Yes, who never wears shoes. And Marley McMillan, who used to be on our station, wants you to know her niece is named Mabel. Oh, yes. Marley. We and so I just and somebody that. called Grant to yeah. say why Mabel is the best name. She said that uh, it means mothers always, uh, Mabel. Mothers always. Oh God, extra, give extra love or mothers, mothers al- always. Believe extra love. love. Oh, bring sorry. mothers always bring, bring extra, extra love. love. Oh, I go. love that. So I there we go. Love. So we have come full circle on those oh, two things. So I good. love having resolution. Yeah, it is kind of <laughs> nice. Um, that is kind of nice. That I'm glad Marley told us that she's I know. got. And of course, the big music news that is supposed to be happening because of a couple of radio. Uh, websites or their Twitter accounts is that Adele is dropping, yes. if not her new album, oh. a single on yes. midnight Thursday. There we go. Friday. Well, maybe so, we'll have it for New Music Friday. Hopefully, yeah, we'll see. So she is. Uh, that's that's what the rumor is. Does she care? The only reason it would have to drop this week, this song, it's the last week of Grammy eligibility. Oh, got it. There you All go. right. All right. That's, does she does care? she care about that? Does she care? I don't know. Well, here's something that's coming out a Tom Petty documentary. Oh, I will watch on, that to celebrate his what would have been his 71st birthday on October 20th. Somewhere you feel free. The making of the wildflowers. Mm. It's produced by Rick Rubin, and it film follows It'll, Petty from '93 to '95. Right. And I feel feel like Rick Rubin produced that great documentary on the Eagles. He's great, mm-hmm. so he will be really good. He'll be good. So that's coming out. That's something to look forward to. All right, we gotta go. We've got to Hollywood. We got a Hollywood speak. What does it mean when you're dropping one of your last names? Stella Del Carmen Banderas Griffith would like to drop her last last name. Griffith. Griffith. Mm-hmm. What, does that, what does that mean when she she that is her full name? Stella Del Carmen Banderas Griffith. She wants to get into acting, and she just wants to be Stella Banderas. It's the more popular of the two names. Plus, she is sick of filling out forms and trying to fit Banderas Griffith into the thing. <laughs> but she always runs out of space. She's sick of typing it on everything. It is the one thing with the hyphenated yes, name. It is a burden. Much. It is a, can be a burden. I get it. It doesn't fit on forms. It doesn't fit on forms, passports, and, and, and a lot Banderas of things. is the better name of the two. Yeah, all right. I'm Stella Banderas. That works. And that's what she said. Did I just. I just want to shorten my name by removing the extra last name. <laughs> I wonder how Melanie feels. They Doesn't should care. have just, I wouldn't care. I would have just taken that as my middle name. But remember there's this thing where people are trying to share their names, the patriarchy. Why should you, why, why does a woman have, you know what I'm saying? I know. I understand that. Yeah. I understand that, but. But depending on which name you want to drop, just take it as your middle name. But you have to legally change it. Yeah, I know. Because if that is on your birth certificate, that's, a lot to that's write. your legal name. I mean, Brent, you're worse grammar. You've got a long one. Wink. No. Wankstern. No, that's not a long one, but it would be long if it was Wankstern Rosignol. 
Oh, God, I love it. And then followed by K2 and Heart. Yeah, right. No, I wanted you to be, I wanted you to have some ski money. I like that. I'll take the ski money. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, it's a lot. It's just, and I get that. Yeah, yeah, for I mean, sure. I'm, I don't think Melanie, I think she's just, I think she's just fine. I think she totally gets it. I would get it, too. Yeah. That daughter. And I, she's a dual an, citizen of uh, Spain, Spain and, and America. Yeah, so she's, uh, she's. She's, got, she's bilingual. She's got so many twos. She's uh, <laughs> she has two feet and two hands. There you go. Yeah, she's exhausted by the two last names. But she's very. She's a, a daddy's girl, very much so. And she was just like with her dad at the San Sebastian International yes. Film Festival. Sharon Stone is in Monaco for the Bond Double O Seven tonight. They're having their premiere. They go London, Monaco. Oh, love. Lay. Yeah, you gotta have Bond in Monaco because, oh, of course, that's yes. how Monaco really. A lot of people, you know, we know Monaco through a couple of movies, yes, but we do. first Bond and then To Catch a Thief, I guess. Oh, yeah. I'm and this movie's getting good reviews, it so is. it just seems so fun. Okay, Honey Boo Boo deleted her first Instagram photo with her boyfriend because she's um, a sophomore in high school and he's like a junior in college. Yeah. Yikes. Isn't I that... mean, the age difference is significant and she probably got so much crap about it. What? Okay. I do Her not. Her mom is not a parent though. No, so but she I mean, she's no Chris, parents. Kim, Chris Jenner let her daughters at 14 date 20 year old guys. I don't guys. understand this. This is a, this is a mindset that I think. If you has, meet us, don't tell us your daughter's dating a 14 year old is dating a 36 year old. We're going to judge. Yeah, right. No, but I mean, you know, like the high, the high school, college, I mean, it is a very strange thing. So I'm sure she was getting also people wondering but she lives in a state where it's probably not jail. The consent right. age might be 16 in Arkansas or wherever the hell right. she lives. But, but also, in many states, right. a 20-year-old with a 16-year-old is statutory rape. Is that all he is, is 20? Well, he's 20, but she's 16. Yeah, I understand. I just, this poor child. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, it reminds me it's of her first being public a, relationship uh, that she's posted and I it's know. gone terribly, terribly wrong. These are the kinds of things you keep a secret when you're a 16 year old, when you do have a 20 year old boyfriend, because, of course, it does happen. There are people that lie about their age, too. Yeah, And I also just I have a soft spot for Honey Boo Boo oh, because her do. mom is such a train wreck yes. and has been addicted to crack for years and is pissed away all the money that the daughter made. And I yeah. just have a hard time holding her accountable for anything because she's still a child and she really had the most messed up childhood. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. We're probably so, going to see a documentary about her. It's, it's sad to me and I just only wish the best for her. Okay, good. All right. Um, Hollywood speak this, Adina Menzel, this is the second time she's commented on this, thinks she should have played Leah Michelle's sister instead of her mom <laughs> on Glee. <laughs> It is salty. The age difference, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it was. Adina Menzel was 39. And she had a multi-episode arc on Glee. And Leah Michelle was playing a 17-year-old. But she was 25. Five, yes. Wow. So, um, 
That's 14 years. Yeah. um, She was asked about the most memorable scene from being on Glee. She said the most memorable was singing I Dreamed a Dream with Leah, even though I was cast to play her mother and she was 26 and I probably should have been her older sister, but I don't have my a chip on my shoulder about that. At except, all, really? Except this is like the fourth or fifth time she's referenced that. And it is kind of true but, about how they do. And here's an example in, in Goliath. Okay. They have Monica Potter from Parenthood. She okay. played, um, uh, I think, Peter Krause's wife. Okay. She's playing um, Nina Ariani, who's like uh, Billy Billy McBride, Billy Bob Thornton's assistant, or uh, the other she's lawyer. She's 50 years old. She's 50 years old, and the woman she's playing the mother of, is that woman is 38. Ow. And this is what they do to women in Hollywood. I yeah. will say that. is that they, they don't care how old the men look. It's... It yeah, is. It's, it is. it's this still sexist thing it that's is. happening. I'm and on that. Casey and I are watching it, and I'm like, uh, the, she seems like more like her sister than her mother. Right. I feel bad for Monica that she had to take this, this stinking role and play this woman's uh, mom, and she's only a dozen years older. Listen, listen. I don't like it. They don't do it with guys. The one thing I, I can get- see why she... I'm getting bittersweet and salty on behalf of Adina. <laughs> I can see why she brings this up, Julia, in interview after interview. I mean, it is I salty. Would, I agree, but... They could have, in all the crazy storylines, why couldn't they have said, you know, that it, it's her evil older sister? Or is that too much like Wicked? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she did play the evil stepmother and in Cinderella. Did your mom watch? Or you're going to watch it? I'm going to watch it with my mom. Oh, I love no, no, that no. But Cinderella. she is salty about yeah, it. I'm salty it. thinking about I it now know. on behalf because they had so many messy, unrealistic storylines. She finds, you know, she was raised by two dads. And she thought it was a spur, you know, it was an egg bake. Bank kind of a situation. Remember when she, her mom was in the. Who are we talking? Rachel about? Berry and Glee. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I remember that. You know, all of a sudden, this lady—they could have come up with any number of stories, but they just wanted those two to sing together. Well, that's always going to say they yeah. needed a singer. Yeah, but I mean, even when you look at it, and I remember us thinking at the time, she doesn't look like her mom. No. What did she donate an egg when she was fourteen? People say that to me when I they meet my kids. You don't look like their mom. Yeah, are you their sister? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, I'm getting salty for her, so All I'm right. totally switching my. She should have been playing Rachel oh, Berry's gosh, sister. You're so funny. <laughs> you're so. I uh, Catherine Heigl now feels justified in calling out Grey's Anatomy for their long shoot days after that big story came out about. Uh, we had heard this like eighteen and nineteen hour shoots, like outrageously mm-hmm. long and people were exhausted and crabby and Eric the guy that um Patrick was salty Dempsey. no yeah. the other one oh the other guy that was salty too mm-hmm. no another guy well anyway he was a doctor that looked very Catherine Heigl in 2009 yep. on David Letterman said I'm gonna keep saying this because I hope it embarrasses them it was a 17 hour day which right. I think was cruel and mean that's when Shonda mm-hmm. started hating her all right That's a lot.